Hello and welcome to another episode of The Captain's Table. My name is Paul Berserker01, Batman Shelley, your humble host and space bartender here at the Astro Pub. I'm joined by two folks who are not new. They've both have been on The Captain's Table before. Um, but uh, we've got a very interesting show today. But before we get to that, uh, that, that whole uh, aspect, I want to start with introductions. We'll start with Anna. Anna, who are you? What do you do in Star Citizen and where can they find you? <laughs> Don't we all? Oh, hold on. I had, I had you muted. Let's try it again. What? Yes. Yes, I screwed that up. What Professional. Do you need to repeat? Professional. Just, just introduce <laughs> yourself, who you are, and that kind of such. <laughs> okay. I said, well, I did say, hi, I'm Anna Dimitrio. I am a voice actor in Star Citizen. I also do a lot of mocap for Star Citizen, and I then subsequently became a content creator, and I stream it once a week. There we go. There we go. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and you, you said you've been to the new, uh, the new studio? The new, the yes, new I took loads. Game. I actually took a load of footage of it to make a little YouTube video. And then they told me that I can't post about it until they have. So I have to wait for them first before I can make my video. All right. So, so, and then they take it. Two years later. Two years later. So the question I have without, without violating NDA, any NDAs. Yes. Because you've been through many different mocap mo studios, right? Because you've done this a couple no, times. No, no, actually, I do more just straight voices than mocap. But the the, okay. the times that I have done mocap have both been, I think, all almost all been. I did one thing for someone else, but all been for Star Citizen. Star Citizen. Yeah. Okay. How how does it compare to their previous facilities that you that you've uh, done? Oh, it's on? wild! It's it's insane! It's insane! I walked in and I literally stopped breathing, and they were like, "I know." Like they they even looked at me and were like, "I know." Because it's just, it, I, th I believe now they told me statistically it's now the biggest mocap studio in the United Kingdom. Like bigger anyway, than a professional really? movie, movie cap? Like bigger than like Pinewood and that sort of thing? It was things? either UK or Europe, I can't remember, but it's absolutely massive. Like it's so big. It's so, so, so big. Maybe it's just UK, but it was huge, huge. And Oof. it was still being worked on. There's builders all over the place. There's sawdust everywhere. It was it's yeah. still like being, they had to pause drilling so that we could start filming <laughs> and then carry on drilling again. And then sometimes they would still drill and we'd have to be like, stop drilling. And, and for context, for, for people who are, who are watching this live or afterwards, um, this studio is right next to their, their soundstage. They do ISC and the new, the new, the new, the new video stuff on now. Um, and it's right next to, it's like, apparently like there's like a skyway that connects it from it to, to the actual studio itself. So um, I don't know. Did you go into the actual studio or was it just, just the, the mocap? I was literally brought through, so it's not even got on Google Maps yet because it's still so unfinished. So mm -hmm. again, that was a few months ago now, maybe it's different, but like I was brought through like a cafe. So through, I had to go through about three established buildings out the other side, down into a construction site where there's like cement and <laughs> scaffolding and wires and then into a door that just said like CIG with an arrow stuck on the door and then through... <laughs> Pass a load of builders wearing like hard hats and more sawdust and drilling and uh, things with like electrical circuitry pouring out the ceiling. And then there was like a green room and a place for me to get changed and a kitchen. <laughs> Sound like a big you almost studio. got kidnapped. It's like they're doing room by room. So like there was a few rooms that were finished and that's what we used. But mm -hmm. on the on either side of that, I didn't see anything else and it was all just like rubble still. So, so as, yeah. as Chat saying, it was Grim Hex. You went through Grim Hex. It was it literally it. Grim Hex with just <laughs> with slightly slightly more blood, I think. Slightly more blood than Grimhex. <laughs> uh, Dead bodies. 
It's awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to that video. Um, hopefully, 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 Jared. Yeah, I, make the I, video. I Release the video, Jared. Mind, can I? Do you mind if I film this? Can I just put my? And so I, I filmed whilst he was putting on all the like the, the lights and the dots on my face and all that stuff, and I filmed some stuff. And it's just so it's so nice to they, they they didn't mind at all. And actually, they they said I could post it all the way up until I was about to leave, and then one person said, "Oh, no, you shouldn't." But everyone else has said, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." And then he went, "No." So I was like, "Oh." So I think I have to wait till he said November is when they're going to talk, when they're going to show, do like an inside star citizen thing and, nice. and show it after that. I can talk about it and show you. Thank you. Thank you. Please do uh, post it. I was going to say, thank you, Jared. Thank you for ruining the fun. We could have, we could have seen this footage earlier. Huh? Is he here? Jared? No, he he's not, not here. God damn it. God damn I mean, he might be. Uh, they could be lurking. I don't know. This is this is the, the danger of being uh, of of streaming like this and being doing this a long time. Is that <laughs> a lot of people who are in chat who have been watching me? I ended up working for CIG, so there could be mm. members of CIG staff who are watching me right now. I'm just like I don't know. I don't know. Hi, I don't, I'm gonna be careful. <laughs> be careful I'm what I say. Not saying bad. I swear. Hi mom. <laughs> Hi mom. <laughs> Hi YouTube. Uh, uh, th though Jared does like to watch every so often just to, to make sure like to be mom, to be, to be space mom, to, to tell us what we can and can't do or can't, can, can't say mommy. Yes. Yeah. We'll call, call Jared space mommy. That's, that's, that isn't 100% what I'm going to be calling him from now on. So, uh, <laughs> I'm sure he'll love that. Yes. Uh, and then we have Aurelia, Aurelia, who are you? What do you do in star citizen? Where can they find you? Well, just like Anna, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I've been doing this for two years. Um, it's kind of what got me into streaming after college um, during COVID when everyone was bored. And I got swindled into this by one of my mods who was like, you're a nerd. You'd like this. And I was like, oh, boy. Um, he was like, if I won this giveaway. So my giveaways work. OK, contrary to popular belief. He was like, if, if I won this giveaway, would you play? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then. Long story short, he didn't win the giveaway, but the, but I bought the game anyways. So we're here. Um, I play on and off depending on the season. So I, in the past, did PvP like in 2020. Um, I was pretty active in that. And then I took some breaks and here and there I just bounty hunt pretty much. And they can find me on twitch.tv slash Aurelia. It's Aurelia on Twitter. And then on YouTube, I'm just Aurelia as well. Uh, I've heard a couple of things. Number one, um, CIG has declared that you are the queen of Kleischer. That is an official CIG announcement, if I remember correctly. No, yes. This is, this, um, yes. There's, there's, yeah. I Okay. I do a little <laughs> bit more than Bounty Hunt. I like breaking video games, and most of that ends me up in Kleischer. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, playing Star Citizen ends people in Clasher these days. The UEEs and, and its oppressive dictatorship is is very obvious sometimes. <laughs> true. It's true. Um, and uh, I heard you also been raising money for Stack Up. How did that go recently? That was awesome. Um, yeah, for Veterans Day. I serve in the military full time. And so I am very passionate about the cause. And my community raised a couple thousand dollars for veterans yesterday, which is pretty nice. neat. They are incredible people and um, very giving. So it was, it's awesome. Even though I'm a part-time Andy, <laughs> part-time Andy, they, um, they're very supportive and I'm glad that they are supportive of a cause that I support. Awesome. Mega yeah. plug. 
We, Mega um, <laughs> we usually do a, a big, I just, I, I usually am the coordinator for it and I just didn't have time this year, but we usually do a big, like a uh, star citizen streamer event where we all raise money for stack up. So I know. Yeah. I did that I, in 2020 for, uh, I think you were probably the coordinator yeah, yeah. or Burks yeah. or something, but I did that back in the day as well. Yeah. So, so hopefully we'll be able to do it next year, but I'm glad someone else was able to do it. It's like, yes, raise some more money for it. Uh, I put right. star Marine the whole time. So I don't know if it counts. <laughs> <laughs> it's game. It's part of the game. Um, I was going to say the yeah the the topic for today the topic for today is Star Citizen as an experience and I'm going to lay this out a little bit just so chat and and the viewers can see it I've got an I've got a theory that I believe that experiential gamers people who play a game to experience it uh, not necessarily to play the mechanics but to you know either get enwrapped in the game or to get uh, you know competitive or whatever like the the means or the 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 purpose of the game is to play the experience that the game is giving rather than just play the mechanics. And Star Citizen is in a unique position, I think, for this sort of gameplay experience. But I wanted to ask, uh, I asked Aurelia and Anna to come on because I know both of them have played play games frequently for that kind of experiential aspect. And they both have done very recent uh, gameplay streams playing uh, Plague Tale and cyberpunk uh for that kind of experience uh, the kind of experience and since they both play star citizen i wanted to get their own kind of experience their own kind of uh, uh thoughts on star citizen as an experience and what it's you know to be in the future so Aurelia, since you're the last person who introduced yourself what is your own thoughts right now of star citizen as an experience so um initially i was definitely hooked by the experience that the game provided kind of dropping you in a world where I know they're they're working on this, but genuinely there's no introduction, there's no tutorial. You're kind of forced to figure things out on your own and with the help of the people that you know or that introduce you to the game. And so that experience to me was very captivating because everything's unknown and it's got that explorative the explorative nature to it where you never know what's around every corner. You don't know what button to press. It's got everything that I like in a game because it forces you to just figure it out. And then the more that you figure out, the more beautiful it gets. You know, you see your hangar, it's very, it's very realistic. You fly out and then you see the city and then you just traverse into space from the atmosphere seamlessly. I sound like I'm like giving a sales pitch. I'll, I'll, I'll get to the <laughs> negative part. It's available um, from the, from, well, from the you, space industry's website. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you I'm use reading off a script code. actually Make from sure Chris. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll get to but, the negative parts later, but we're just kind of going okay, over okay, okay. the, the, so, the yes. good experiences for right now. The experience is what hooked me in, the realism um, and my inner sci-fi geek for sure just appreciated the initial experiences. Was there anything you'd compare it to in your own experience based off of like previous game experiences or other like maybe even movies? Was there anything you just said, wow, this seems like this or whatever? Um, not really. I didn't play a lot of video games prior to Star Citizen. I honestly was just like a diehard Minecraft League of Legends type person. So this is one of my first big, big boy, big girl games, I guess. <laughs> big gamer games. Um, so I don't have that, but I have been a Star Wars fan growing up. I watched that as a kid on VHS. Mm -hmm. So it definitely um, resonated with something like from my childhood, maybe just the, like I said, the sci-fi explorative nature of all of that. So Star Wars for sure. Okay. Anna, same question. Uh, what was, what was the, ex what is the experience like for Star Citizen? Like, like the good, the good parts of the experience of Star Citizen. And if you could compare it to anything, what would you compare it to? 
I you, feel I. <laughs> this is such it's such a complicated question for me. I think because I have always I've always only ever played it for the experience mm-hmm. because I'm I don't have like a PvP even I don't even have an MMO background. I, this is the only game I ever play online ever 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 mm-hmm. ever. And it was the first game I ever played online. Full stop. Um. So, it. I'm, it's like I'm looking for the kind of offline story RPG experience within the game. And that's what I kind of pick from it and and kind of create my own kind of content from it, um, I guess, in that way. So, but yeah, obviously the bugs, the bugs try try their best to prevent you having that experience as much as they can. But yeah, the, I mean, the good parts of the experience are that exploration. And I think that's always what, how I will take as much from it as possible. And the things that I do in Star Citizen are always either exploring or just finding stuff that or just testing the limits of what it can do where I haven't been before like making it fun and, and just things like that so I don't know if that answers the first part of the question but when you said the second part of the question when you said you compare it compare it in what way to what to, to, to what? like when you first played it would you were you just like wow this is just like you know Star Wars Star Trek uh, well yeah Mass I mean coming coming from a console it was the first game I played on PC ever so coming from a console story based offline uh, background it it was wild to me of how big it was that the expanse of it was insane i i couldn't really wrap my head around how a game could be that big um and without the loading screens especially you realize how much loading screens kind of take you out of things for a second and you you, you remove that aspect of a game and you suddenly do actually feel like you're there in a very different way very very different way loading screens but we should get rid of them altogether <laughs> we should never have them ever again Agreed. um but it's yeah, it's it's amazing, um, and and seeing how long it takes you to get from A to B really it really adds something very different. So yeah, it it didn't feel like there was anything I could compare it to really. Okay, uh, now let's look at more of the negative aspects of the experience. Starting with you, Anna, what are some some of the negative aspects? You said you you kind of looking for that RPG narrative experience. Is the do you do you, you find that at all in Star Citizen, or is it, is it where, it, where it falls down on on its face for that? No, I mean, there are elements to it. I think, especially now that you lose stuff when you die. I mean, I, I do hate that. But I also think it's nice in a way that it, it makes you, it makes things feel a little bit more impermanent. That's not a word, is it? Impermanent? I guess it is. Is that a I word? Think it is. I think it's a word. Because there's impermanence. I just made up a word. Uh, Sounds very UK. <laughs> Listen, okay, crumpet. <laughs> crumpet. Crumpet. There was a time where Aurelia, I was telling Aurelia what a crumpet was, and she just decided to say it in a, this fake English accent that sounded very strange, but I love it. <laughs> crumpet. I um, guess Chad doesn't know, like, for context, that me and Anna are friends, like, outside of this. So it's like we, we know each other very well. That's, that's very, very well. I feel like they do. That's that's another reason why I asked both of them to come on because at some point I said I was going to get Aurelia and, and uh, Anna to come on at, uh, together just because that was going yeah. to be a, I knew that was mm-hmm. going to be a show that's going to derail itself like that there will be no hinges on that on that on the on this uh, stream so be warned about that for those of you watching this after the fact there's this is a hingeless stream uh, <laughs> <laughs> the YouTuber podcast listeners aren't prepared they're just like I'm no. here for the war no, one's, <laughs> no one is prepared um. um Sorry, yes. yeah, but you were saying how how does it how does it provide an RPG experience? And I, I suppose it doesn't, but I mean what I've been doing, for example, the last I think I've been doing this for about eight months or so is I've been just running through every single vehicle and ship in the game 
and rating them like a top trump card. That was just something I decided to do. So once a week, we just go through all of them in order. And generally, someone in chat has got the vehicle and they add to party, get the ship out. And we just do what the ship is designed to do, whether that's if it's cargo, we do a box mission. If it's a if it's a. Uh, a fighter we do a bounty or whatever it is we just use it in the way that it's meant to be used and then we just rate it and that way it gives it provides a list like it, it provides something that i know i'm going to be doing each time and because it's star citizen everything takes three hours to do anything <laughs> so in a five yeah. I, I stream for about five hours in five hours we've rated two vehicles and you would think that that in any other game that would take such a short amount of time but you do feel like you've experienced you, you've crashed it you've got to go back and get it again you've got to use it and you you do have that it almost creates a narrative of this is what we're doing and i think when you have a game that is so open you can put your own narrative onto it and i think that's what i have done as a as a player and as a streamer of the game um and that's the how i get the best out of it personally i think yeah is there any negative downsides like any downsides to the to the i would experience? love to just get into an elevator that would be <laughs> amazing um and just have it not not crash or not kill you every time <laughs> It's always the hospital ones. I'm just, I, I've just, you know, I've just died. I've just been resuscitated. I walk to the elevator and I die again. So I need yeah. to remember to press the button and stand back. I, I just never stand too far back enough. Um, but yeah, I, the bugs, weirdly, the bugs have become a fond, fondness for me. I don't think I've ever raged at the bugs, actually. I know some people get really frustrated by it and it makes them want to turn the game off. I've not really had that moment. 30King a lot in a row, that, it, that is frustrating because you can't actually get anywhere. But having a bug, there's often workarounds and it's, sometimes it's just funny and especially if you're doing content it just provides content and I, I actually think if once they're gone once the bugs are gone i'm gonna miss them okay i might yeah. be the only one but no. i think i will actually B buster, I will miss them buster the destroyer she always she always says these are the bad old days you'll look back and remember these these days as as, as yes. negative experiences i always want there to be a seat that if you sit on it you become small that needs yeah. to be in every day <laughs> I, I will miss the the protesting NPCs who are TP posing on on chairs uh, wherever, wherever <laughs> they go, you know. <laughs> uh, um, Aurelia, the more negative aspects. What are what are things that you don't like about the experience of Star Citizen? Um, even even beyond the bugs. So I'm I'm on the bug train, the hype train for bugs because it's kind of what it honestly fuels a lot of my content, whereas Anna has come up with um, a system for trump cards and like being productive. I normally, well, attempts, attempting to be productive and like doing something constructive with her time. I, on the other hand, don't do that. And I recruit people to find ways to do dumb things. So we like will load tonks onto an 890 jump and kill a hammerhead or <laughs> like try to climb on the highest point and roll off ground vehicles or come up with like i come up with a random multiplayer game one time where someone's the dragon and everyone all the like the in a fighter they call them the dragon like you're it and then everyone else is ground vehicles and you have to try to eliminate all the ground vehicles and if one's left standing they're the dragon so like coming up with the most absurd ways to play this game so i i am a fan of the bug the glitchiness and the chaos as well so what I'm missing is depth. Uh, I know that's might be offensive as no, no, <laughs> someone, I agree. I agree. Someone's a war person. <laughs> I no, I agree too. <laughs> someone, like your your full time job in the verse, you're known as the historian, right? The mm -hmm. astro historian. You create. You 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 uncover the lore. 
Um, I don't have time for that. I like it's not my thing. You have time for it because you enjoy it. That's not my I, thing. Therefore, I don't have time for it. And I couldn't be bothered. Like if I encounter lore because I'm encountering NPCs, getting quests, which you can do in theory, but they're very surface level. Um, I'm missing game. Like <laughs> the whole time you were telling Anna um, about the new studio and all the money, I, I was like seething. <laughs> I was just sitting here like, wow, that's amazing. The biggest one in Europe. Where's our money going? Where's the <laughs> game? I do not care if they have the biggest flipping mocap studio in all of the freaking galaxy. That does not matter to me. You can't use mocap if there's no freaking game to play. So anyways, that's it. It's my rant. Yeah. I, I mean, I, they were they were avidly working on Squadron the entire time I was there. By the way, they're, they're that's working true. on that very yeah. fast, so that's something. Uh, yeah, I, that's I, true. I, that's gonna uh, that's gonna change my perspective. Really I think a lot. Squadron, yeah. I think you yeah. and I are, will are, are two streamers that will enjoy Squadron a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As someone who accidentally spoiled himself on the entirety of Squadron, yes, you will enjoy Squadron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know the games you, you you both of you played, and you will enjoy it. Um, just nice. Just be be prepared for emotion, emotional roller coasters. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, good. Uh, That's good. <laughs> Henry Cavill's in it, right? Yes. Henry I'm already right emotional. Now there's no emotions because yeah. I go to speak to a, an NPC even behind the desk and he says he's got no time to talk to me. Yeah. None of them, none of them want well, to talk to me. I'd rather I, them do that than some of the boring ones that are just like, happy to see you. Welcome yeah. to whatever. I'm like, at least they're pissed because they're out. a grim got a pretty good selection. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think you're going to be happy with that. Well, I mean, the, the, honestly, if, if that's the case, then the, the best NPC in the game is the one in uh, in Grimhex, who constantly is like, I'm not even supposed to be here. Put it back. And he just the one that everyone wants to punch. Like the second that the green the green zone goes down, he is going to have the most like he's going to spend most of the time in the hospital because people are going to walk in and be like, remember me? Boom. <laughs> that's for being sassy. Um, but um, I, I agree with really you were saying like, like there's just there's just no, like, like as a lore person, the lore is all on the website. And the one thing is that you'll hear all the people who are really into the lore is like, we'd love to see this in the game so you can experience it in the game because mm. it makes no sense to have all this deep lore when it's supposed to be a game. You're supposed to experience it and know about it and, and learn about it from NPCs and mission givers and, and those sorts of things that seem to make you care about it because there's this, this huge framework that just, it's just a frame. There's no picture in it. You know, so uh, this is some really nice wood in that frame, but it's just a frame, no picture. So, um, nice wood. Would you, it's nice wood. Mocap, <laughs> biggest mocap wood that there ever was. <laughs> uh, so let's think about this going forward. So again, that kind of rolls into the next part. What would you like to see from the Star Citizen experience to improve it in the the near to long term? Um, Aurelius, it's your last one to talk. What would you need? What would you like to see from Star Citizen? Probably more gameplay loops expounded upon so I can see like a a purpose in doing the gameplay loops aside from like earning for the next ship. So like meaningful gameplay loops that give me a reason to partake in them. And um, I think that adds in like depth to characters, a reason for me to want to please this person, a reason for them to be upset at me for not doing something like um, yeah, just general depth in gameplay. So you're saying you don't want Anna to scream at you about uh, about screwing up the the Luthermex or uh, whatever whatever whatever's going on. <laughs> Weapons free, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I we think just... that's one of the best parts. 
I think that's one of the best parts. Like, and obviously, because Anna's doing it, and I love when Anna screams at me. It's it's great, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it does wonders. But no, um, like that that is an example of an event that occurs, you know, once a quarter or whatever, and it, everyone is playing. The category on Twitch is popping off. People have things to talk about. It's exciting. Like that's actually one of the only things that I. No, that sounds bad. One of the only one of the biggest things to look forward to when um, like it just in Star Citizen's natural state. I, I don't think it's a, it's a bad thing to say, because I think the events are the best parts of Star Citizen right now because they're just their experiences from beginning to end. Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd agree with that. So, like, for instance, uh, the Siege of Orison, um, you know, that that Anna's character uh, SIC Dooley is is an, is is uh, is kind of in charge of. Uh, the one thing that kind of makes me go like how you could improve this a little bit better is that in lore, Dooley's from Orison. She was born and raised in Orison. So that's her home. So you, you'd expect, you know, her to to experience it more of a as a like a this is my home getting invaded by a bunch of like, criminals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, like you to, to, if you knew that, like she was that she was like, this is the reason why it's important to me, because mm-hmm. these assholes are blowing up my hometown. Um, it, it would, it would be a little bit like that context would, would be in there as well. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that's the experience. That Julie just breaks down like my family are dead. <laughs> she trauma dumps over comms. It is quite hard enough. Get home. You're not my mercenary. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so, so you're looking forward to like more, more gameplay loops and, and more like events and stuff like that. Aurelia? I think, uh, you know, gameplay loops, it, I was going to say events get you so far. They carry us out until the next high. I always mm-hmm. describe Star Citizen Waves, you know, the highs and the lows because it's a developmental project. Biggest indie game ever made. Um, and I think that the events give, put us on a real big high. But then when they're not happening, they're just not happening. And it would be nice to have a sustainable threshold at which Star Citizen is always on so that when we dip it's not as low as like, oh, I'm out. Like I, I, I'm waiting until 318. I'm waiting for the next thing. Like something for people to actually do throughout those lows, you so, know? So keep, keep an even keel of gameplay experience to kind of get you through those, those, those highs and lows. So the, the valleys being low, uh, being higher than, than, the, than they are right now in terms of. Experience. Yeah. Maybe like a prairie. Yeah. Even like it out a little bit. Yeah, like like nice like like nice like Kansas. We need Kansas. We don't need we don't yeah. need uh, we don't need Colorado. We need Kansas. I don't need Death Valley. I need yeah, yeah Colorado. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna, what would you like mm. to see in the future for for to improve the experience of Star Citizen? In, you know, as an experience, what would you like to see? Romance options right now. Judy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, that was a half a joke. I think it would be actually cool if you had like your home base and you could like a romance a character and they could be like live with you. It'd be really sweet. I think it would be sweet to have something like that. A little bit like Fable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that could be fun. But like aside from that, I actually, I think something similar to what Aurelia said, some kind of some kind of loop with the missions or even like 
more of an urgency feeling about the stuff that you can do in game. So the only urgency and the only time that we really care are those events because we've got someone telling us how much it matters. Right now we can do a box mission or a a bounty and it still doesn't really feel like it matters because there's no stakes really. No one's telling us about the stakes. So even if there was like, oh my God, can you go, even like, you know, the missions where you got to go find someone in the cave. Mm -hmm. Even if you just had someone, you know, talking to you the whole way and making sure like please can you come find him and then you go pick you can literally pick maybe they're not maybe they're not a body and maybe they're actually alive and you've got to pick them up and put them on your ship and take them home and there's a cut scene and someone says thank you or like just something where you really feel like okay i really want to i really want to get this done for this person um rather than it all feeling very blank the npcs are, are very blank there's no ch- they don't even talk to each other let alone talk to you yes. it's just like feeling like those people are alive and what you're doing for other people and they're and because they're alive matters mm-hmm. i think would be really nice mm-hmm. um i think I, I would like some cutscenes. you know actually is that weird like you know at the end of a mission just like a little cutscene or something where you get to see yourself and uh, just something like that i love i love that element of again coming from a story console background i love those elements of games because it feels very uh satisfying when you get to see something end whatever pops up you know yeah. Um, when it's finished, something like that. I don't know if that makes I sense. I think they try to do that in the cockpit when they like FaceTime you and it's their knees or something stupid like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I just think that it's not very flushed out and it's not quite a cutscene, but they do try to provide closure with like the NPC getting over the comms in your ship and they're like, thanks for saving my life. You know, yeah. they, they try, <laughs> but it's just, I think it's so bad, Anna, that you just. But it's also cut, <laughs> they're, they're carbon copies of each other so much that everyone just turns yeah. it off. Yeah. yeah, no one people disable no that feature and no one yeah, no one yeah. listens to it. So like, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. It's just bad. So yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I mean you mentioned like like even talking to each other, because there's something that it's I know it's something they've been working on, which is they want to have more people talking with one another, like NPCs talking with one another. But I've recorded I, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know when it's I don't know whether it's just not happening or whether it's still going to be happening, but I've recorded pages and pages of NPC chit chatter to oh, each it's, other at it, the bar it's, and stuff the, like that. It's it's uh it's in active development. They they have monthly reports talking about it. Lovely. It's been it's been done, but I think they're putting it in squadron first to make it sure it works in squadron and okay, they're putting that's it fair, into in the Star Citizen. And yeah. um I mean cause it could like you I I think I would be in heaven if I accidentally bumped into an NPC and they just said, watch where you're going and then continue to get walking. Cause that would be like, they recognize me that they, they recognize that I exist in this world. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yes. Yeah. Or when I, when I stand in front of one and stare at them, maybe they just go, what are you looking at? Rather than yes. just letting me stare at them for hours. I'd, I'd love to see like, like you just, you stare at them and they kind of like, they sit there and they kind of look at back up you very slowly and look at you like, very you staring slowly, at me yes. for me. Because mm-hmm. I know they could do that. That's something because NPCs, if you if you get too close to them, they will start to track you with their with their eyes. So, you know, yeah, uh, there's something there. They've just been uh, the brain's been sucked out, but there's yes. something there. <laughs> just, just or they offer light. you a side quest yeah. randomly like, oh, hey, I've been looking for my jacket. Something stupid. It can be like, you know, I'm really hungry. Can you go what? give me a hot dog like? Whatever, yeah. like I, side, you know, side conversations are another great thing, because you could say, like, like, did you hear about the crash of the 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 the, the benef- beneficent um, turtle? Uh, oh, yeah, that, that it was carrying all this lar- laranite and it crashed on, on, on Yella, but no one's been no one's been able to find it. Now, suddenly, you know that there is a crash site on, on Yella mm-hmm. that you can go there. You can kind of look for 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 it on your own rather than being not even like a side question, but like like a, a little pickup little 
little audio cues to get you to those locations would be cool. World um, building. <laughs> yes. What's we're saying? World building. Yeah, I think that's the best part. The the thing about urgency is funny because I just remembered that me and Ar so Aurelia and I a couple of times have done like a bit of a collab where we've done we've created a timed box mission and that I just noticed that that was us creating urgency that is currently not there. Yeah, arguably. And yeah. it was so super in order fun. to make it yeah in order to in order to make it fun all we did was just add a timer and that suddenly created something to make it more just adding that urgency makes such a difference. <laughs> To feeling like, like it matters. It's just I realized I didn't even really like to put those two things together. But that was yeah. It's fun when we do, when we do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now it's cool. I'd, I'd love to see an, even like a different NPC reaction to that. Like where you have a timer where if you you de deliver the box on time, they're like oh great. But if you're late, they're like yeah, no bonus for yeah, you yeah. and that kind of stuff. Those <laughs> sorts of you know. <laughs> Uh, even, I mean, this is going to sound weird, but I would kill for a pizza delivery mission where I'm just delivering pizzas and it's a timer. And if you get a certain amount, you get, you get a bonus. People would love it. People yeah. would oh, yeah. do it. Yeah. I mean, Buster creates that. She like does hot dog deliveries and stuff. And yeah, yeah, for sure. We, yeah. we create our own content, which is kind of how we world build on our own. We, you know, we come up with things that we can do in the meantime, but there's only so much of that you can do. That's kind of where my quote problem is at the moment. Is that it's just yeah. not enough, like, uh, you to use an analogy, this is a sandbox, and it's, there's a lot of sand, but not enough tools to create that experience. Uh, there's not enough, not enough structure for that beyond, beyond just what we can come up with ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, give me new ways to break the game. Introduce a campfire <laughs> like that you can build on Yella. I'll light people's cars on fire. You know, <laughs> like, literally just give me new things to break because I just don't know what to do anymore i'd love a molotov can we add molotovs in there we go sure that'd I, be great I, I mean um there's a there's a famous feature in i think cry crisis 2 where you could start brush fires by accident or on purpose <gasps> um, <laughs> uh, i want to burn down the foliage on on you know one of the moons yeah let me burn it yeah i was, I was gonna say uh give yeah. give give aurelia the uh a campfire and she'll burn half of uh half of hurston down to 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 a cinder because she accidentally left the campfire on for too long or whatever you know, yeah those sorts literally of be fun put the campfire on a ground vehicle and see if i can travel with it and you know i don't know anything i literally like my brain's wheels start just spinning and i think that the last fun toy that they gave us the newest update was med pens when they did the medical rework because loot's like the new thing but that's not really adding anything it's just letting you loot, which is, you know, that's cool. I'm glad that they did that. Mm. But the last fun toy that they gave us was increased med pens, and then people started overdosing each other, and then it was really great, and then they took it away from us. Yes, because <laughs> They were just like, you would be people. in an elevator, and they would stab you with a med pen, and then you pass out because the other person forced you to medically overdose on a oxygen, or like whatever it was, on health, and um, then you would die. And that was so funny, and, and then they took it away. So we just need more fun things to play with. <laughs> I, I fully agree with this. I, I understand why they took it away, but at the same time, it's like being mugged at Grimhex because uh, because you uh, didn't weren't paying attention to where you were and you got drug overdosed is so on brand. I don't know why CIG would ever want to stop that. <laughs> Dude, that happened to me. I was a victim of that at Grim. It was actually my first and only time that I played with Callie. It was several months ago, but um, I was playing with Callie Wally and I was like on my way I was carrying a box or something and then I just pass out and the sweetest she is this one of the sweetest human beings 
No offense, Anna. Anna's literally one of the sweetest human beings. But you know, she's <laughs> another one of the sweetest human beings with like the cutest little voice. Like, she's so been on nice. The table. I know she is. Yes. She's great. <laughs> and she, the person's running away and she proxy comps them. And she's like, hey, get back here. <laughs> I know she's gone right now, so I can't replicate it. But it was the cutest, funniest thing. She was like, she was trying to get back. She's like, don't take her box. That's ours. And she chased them down. It was so funny. But yeah, that just brought so much joy like this broken medical item you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, there was a uh, there's famous famous moments where um there was a glitch where you could accidentally uh you could smuggle a gun into green zones and use them yes and elevators uh, yeah pe- people used to used to like smuggle them into uh uh, uh into like port Alasar. And it was like doom music begins playing because it was just like someone got a shotgun in and just like everyone's dying now. Everyone is dying inside yeah. like that station because of you, NPCs, players, it does not matter. Everything is going to die. And as much as it's chaos, it's like it's also kind of fun because it introduces an element of of uh, like like, oh, what, that was not expecting that to happen here. Um, so uh, right. I mean, yeah, like if customs worked. There's yeah. customs ports everywhere in cities. And like, if they actually scanned you and the security were to be on alert, if you actually like brought in a weapon or something or something, you're not supposed to an illegal man, portable air defense system. I don't know. Some, some crazy BS like that. Um, yeah. And you know, just, yeah. 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 So, so, so that's the sort of elements. Um, mm-hmm. Also is, the thing, sorry, just really quickly, you know, like yeah. the racetrack and stuff, stuff that is just randomly around the verse that is not necessarily explicitly talked about. And you just kind of like find it. I love stuff like that. They should have more Easter eggs, I think. And, and yeah. the Christmas grotto and stuff like that. I love those bits. And mm-hmm. if there's more of those where it's like, Hey guys, it's, it's on one of these three moons, go find it. You know, more of those just added every now and again. I don't think it would cut, like take too much from them to like add random little bits and bobs. And then we go find them. Love that stuff. Love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, the excitement when they revealed the river. Sorry. I uh, just like the, the more river, it, it, yeah. it, it everyone was so excited. It was like a scavenger hunt. It just all comes back to like more things. More things. <laughs> yeah. More things. And I, and I think you'd also for for like in terms of like a development side of things, giving give, letting like getting developers tools and saying, "Hey, make something fun." Like like cuz you've seen that with the 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 yep. go-kart thing that they're going to be doing here shortly with the, that was completely done on their own the snake the snake track uh, the snake pit which is completely done on their own for fun giving giving developers to say hey here are some tools make something fun in the universe in the world they'll come up with cool little little side things little little aspects that people can find and uh and and you know play around with or or at least be an event be a place to go to because uh I think sightseeing is a legitimate gameplay. Like a, a lot of people don't realize, but like there is, for instance, uh, t- Benny Henge that a lot of people, like oh, most people it. don't know about, but Benny Henge, unless you get, mm-hmm. get taken there. So, you know, uh, th- and those sorts of things being added to the game would make it, make, make the game a lot more rich. I agree. So, uh, because right. go ahead. no, go on, you don't know, no, go on, go, go. No, no, you know, I was going to wrap it up. So no, if you have I, something else to say, go for I'm it. Talking nonsense. Carry on. No, no, go for it. Well, we want yeah, to go ahead. Now. Go ahead. Now, go ahead. Now we know when you hear. No, you, you first. No, you hang up. I, <laughs> I, I started thinking about something too. I forgot what it was. No, I'm just kidding. Um, well, like, what if they added those kinds of things, those explorative things, and just didn't tell anyone about it? Like they announced the river. They announced, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, Z. What if they? I don't either. Point, a, yeah, put something in, and we'll find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I found a fruit tree. What was it? A microtech? Oh, a microtech. Tree. 
tree, the tree with the fruit that he has like one of them or something? Yes, I wasn't even looking. I was not even <laughs> looking. I was not aware. I wasn't like sent on like the spiritual journey with my Sherpa to find the fruit tree. I was literally just ground vehicle racing. We were out in the snow dunes or whatever you call those. And um, I, I freaking found this random fruit tree. I was like, what? And there were so many people in chat that were like, what? And, you know, people knew. They were like, that's the holy tree. That's this kind of fruit. You know, this kind of... Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> but, oh my God. Like, that was so cool. Maybe they've been doing that all along. We just don't go and... Try to... They haven't been doing it. There's no way. Um, yeah. You'd be surprised how much they have done, but they haven't put it in the game. Like, for instance, mm. there's this... If you remember the tree from CitizenCon, they were talking about, oh yeah, this tree, we made it for something else. We never got in there. Um, there's a full lore explanation of to what that tree is and why it's able to live on basically dead worlds. And uh, I'm, I've been waiting for them to, like introduce it into the verse in a way that you could actually harvest it because um uh revenant tree sap or tr tree pollen one of the two is one of the commodities you can get and that's what it is it's a revenant tree it's called revenant tree because it literally cannot be killed it can live in any aspect any soil it can live in almost airless environments but Bet. it's but it's it's basically <laughs> just a weed it, it just it's almost impossible to kill but it's uh it has almost no value except for it can be turned into drugs. So it's very valuable to drug, to, to, uh, to, to, to drug, um, companies and, uh, not so legitimate drug companies. <laughs> like, um, uh, so it's a cool little, little aspect. And if the lore has been there for a while and, and there, there looks like they're adding it for pyro, it'd be cool to like, be able to stumble upon that and then go, oh, this is a weird looking tree. I can harvest it. And then someone would be like, Oh, that's, that's drug tree. Welcome to the drug tree. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the sap. <laughs> and then you start tripping like in GTA, like it's a like peyote yes. cactus or whatever. Does that include also the little vegetable fruit thing that looks like a butthole? Yes, the butthole fruit. Ah, uh, the butthole fruit, yeah. Yes, that's the... That's the I it makes me uncomfortable looking at it. I don't know. I don't know. It looks <laughs> like a pine cone crossed with something fleshy. I don't... Yeah. Uh, it makes me feel weird. It looks like fleshy. a pine cone mixed with like a papaya. But like a like a papaya with a hard hard pinecone exterior, which is just weird. It's, uh, I don't understand the textures. What are the textures? I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that it's at all. It's a space fruit. It's a space fruit. I don't even know what's wrong. It's a space fruit. Huh. Well, uh, what I was gonna say was I was like sometimes so like whenever because I stream many different games throughout the week and Star Citizen is my like only constant new people from different kind of gaming backgrounds would, would join the stream at different times. So when, when it comes to that weekly Star Citizen stream, sometimes there's a lot of new people that have never seen Star Citizen before when it, by, the, by the time it gets to Friday because they've joined me earlier in the week for Plague Tale or they join me early in the week for Metro or whatever it is. And then mm -hmm. they come here and they're like, okay, what's this game? And it's always so interesting to see what it is that they pick up on first from someone that has never seen gameplay of it before and something that is across the board constant is how beautiful it is no one ever says this game looks trash no one has ever said <laughs> that because it looks stunning and it will it, it's it's just beautiful and i think everyone can agree on that at least but uh, one person said um i think it was a couple of days ago they said can you craft in this because where's like literally take my money and ask me where they could buy it thinking that they could start building a base um or like building a, a home or something you know on one of the, on one of the planets 
And that was the one thing that they wanted was that they would have they would have bought it then and there if they could have built something. And that's the first time I actually thought about that. But I know that's what they want to plan on doing in the future. But that was the thing mm. that they they just wanted the most. So um, it's funny that you say that because the first time I was on the podcast, I that was what I said I wanted to add to the game. He asked me the same question. This time I kind of changed it and I was like, just freaking gameplay, man, literally yeah. anything. But the last time I was a lot more specific and I said, I want crafting. Yeah. That is, I am a wholly agreeing with you and that person and the people yeah. that say that. I was like, literally yeah. give me anything. Give me sticks to collect. Give me a campfire mm. to build. That's why I said the campfire this time. But 100%, give me something to build and I will love it. I will love it forever. <laughs> I, I'm going to hit, hit this off as well because the last time that, that was talked about as well, I, there was a lot of comments in the YouTube ch- thing about like, I don't want crafting. I don't think anyone here wants you to be able to take two rocks and a stick and turn it into an AK-47. That's not the kind of no. crafting we're, we're, right. we're talking about. No, no. But like building. Yeah. Building even like, I wonder if building a space, like I know, I know Starfield. Oh, let's talk about Starfield. But like building Starfield's a spaceship fantastic. or building. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have you played it already? I uh, know, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. So like, uh, oh, the, yeah. I actually do Starfield lore is my other thing I do. I'm as well, so, so interested to see whether all of the things that the, the trailer and the what they're mentioning is going to be applicable. Yeah. It'll be so interesting. It'll be so interesting. But yeah, but but like, yeah, Starfield, not just because I think I'm sure Starfield's going to have not just base building, but, you know, manufacturing components or, or weapons mm-hmm. or ammo or something like that. Mm. I'd love to see something like that in Star Citizen. I know it's going to be there, but we don't know to the what what granular degree. We know just bases, but we don't know. Can you make weapons? Can you make ammo? Can you make suits? Can you make components? You know, I don't army ships. Yeah. Give me a space hoe to hoe the land. If you know Excuse- what I'm saying. Wait, what? <laughs> Give me a space hoe to plow my land with. You know, be like- the, I think that should be your YouTube title, uh, Astro Pub. You just oh. put Give Me a Space Hoe. Give me a space ne- hoe. Like dash line <laughs> interview with Anna and the Rayleigh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I will grow butthole fruit any day. You know, <laughs> like I would be so happy if I can plow some land, plant some seeds and eat it to regain my health. But it's something Whoa, that I made. Word, plow, hoe and butthole in one sentence. And I don't, and we need to stop this right <laughs> you now. You forgot really. to plant seeds. <laughs> and uh, the seeds. <laughs> uh, I just had to, I had to, I had to give a sentence that was absolutely bannable. But no, seriously, <laughs> if I can grow my own fruit and eat it in combat, you know, freaking cool that would be. And like, maybe it's special and it gives you some sort of buff or something. Like, hey, I am a I- simple gal. I've been I've been I've been a proponent of cooking as a gameplay loop forever. So if you have cooked a nice meal, it'll decrease your your uh, your health, your your food meter, prevent your food meter from going down much faster. So you can be out longer in exploration and like give you better, like slight better for running and and those sorts of things, because that would be a cool and b give a reason for people to cook and to actually care other than just hot dog in mouth. I'm done. We're good. Yeah. Um, gives it more depth and mm-hmm. it gives it more, people more care because someone could be like, listen, I know this recipe. I don't know how I learned it. You know, the, like, like some, some chef told them on a, on a planet. Um, so now they have this recipe in game where they can make like spaghetti and meatballs and, uh, you know, yeah. alien spaghetti and meatballs. And you can only get it from this chef and now they have it and it gives them, you know, health bar two, three, 200, 300% food meter for I two would love. Microwave meals where you could go to like a supermarket and buy a microwave meal and take it onto your ship and then have a microwave in the ship. So if you're hungry mid space, you could go microwave some noodles or something. 
Yeah. yeah, same with the coffee. If you actually made coffee and it gives you an energy bonus for like mm -hmm. 10 minutes or something like that. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Th that adds a, enough depth to the universe to make it much more engaging. Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, including being space, space, space farmer Ar Ar Aurelia with the... Uh, with with planting seeds and harvesting butthole fruits, um, that that yeah, whole that. that whole aspect is something I know people who are probably in chat right now or who are watching this right now that that's their entire hope for Star Citizen is they want to find a place on some planet out of nowhere, build a farm, and just live there. Like that's Mike, all they want to do. Cough at salty Mike. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's I mean, is that is that Mike's it's thing? literally his dream. He's told me. Yeah. Like, he's told chat that many times. Farmer Mike. He just wants to be a farmer on, on a remote, remote world. You know, there's plenty of people. That's what I want to do. Stuff. A lot of, a lot of appeal for that. We, we want that. That's what we want. Mm -hmm. Give it to us. And, give um, it. yeah, give it to me. And, uh, um, <laughs> I was going to say, um, oh, in regards to the eating a hot dog, like you mentioned that briefly, Paul, but you were like, oh yeah, you eat a hot dog and you're good. I'm not going to lie. Half the time I don't even eat food. I just backspace. So that all feeds into each other. It feeds into a loop. I just like, I'm like, okay, free food and water at the hospital. Fine, I'll just lay down and like steal food from the hospital, which is not really what I would do in real life, theoretically. But like, it all feeds into each other with like the death gameplay loop. Death needs mm -hmm. to be more meaningful. Like, it all builds into like fundamental problems of like, if death was more meaningful, I would be less scared to die and I would lose mean limbs or, you know, death of a spaceman. Like, I. You know, I'd be more worried about eating food or growing food to eat, to access, mm -hmm. because I wouldn't just be able to go lay down and mooch food from the hospital or backspace, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And, and I mean, that, I think that's just more of an aspect of they want to do that, but they don't quite, it's not quite, the game's not quite built yet. So yeah, let, yeah. Let's, wrap, let's just wrap this up with, a, with actually a, a big question. With as Star Citizen is right now, as an experience, would you suggest this to anybody who, you know, isn't a online MMO kind of person. Um, let's, start with, let's start with you there, Aurelia. Would you would you suggest this like to for someone to buy Star Citizen as the experience as it is right now? I would almost rather recommend this to someone who is more on Anna's side, who plays for the experience and isn't an MMO person, um, over someone who actually is an MMO person, because I feel like they're gonna be missing out on a lot of the parts that they treasure in mm. MMOs. Um, yeah, and I think that there, there's still things for people that play MMOs because you can grind for ships and things like that, but a lot of that can be canceled out with like the monetary side of it. So, yeah. Okay. Anna, same question. Oh, you know what? I see this question as personality-based. Okay. <laughs> because it's like... <laughs> I think there's so much to be said for appreciating Star Citizen from somebody that understands um, how difficult video games are to make, um, how how much they have they actually have achieved, how much how difficult it is to look to create what Star Citizen has got right now. So if someone understands how um, something can be appreciated for this for the state that it's in, rather than there's sometimes there is like a, a big kind of like wave slash um, section of gamers that I'm gonna just use the word entitlement, where I feel <laughs> it's like I am paying this flat fee and there better be the best game I have ever played right now in front of me, and if it's not, you are the worst devs in the world, and it's a scam and like all this stuff. But there's a lot there's a lot of people that are now like, okay, look, it's 2022. 
this is how much I pay for a game. It better be perfect. And if it's not, fuck you. And that, like, I don't think it, that if I'm, I wouldn't recommend Star Citizen to someone with that attitude, you know, someone yeah. that's going to like picking up a AAA game now and is happy because yes, it's what I want it to be. But if someone can go, okay, look, I know it's not finished, but holy crap, this is beautiful. And I can get something from this. And I, yes, I might die in the elevator, but I can fly to this planet and it's gorgeous. And that ship is mine. And, you know, I think that it would be based on someone's either patience or what, what they appreciate about games. And that's why I think I can handle it because I'm seeing I'm seeing the little things and I'm seeing it from a craftsmanship point of view, not from an expectation point of view. That is my answer. It went a little bit deeper than I thought, but that's uh, it's fine. It's it's a good it's a good uh, it, it's it's a pretty typical answer I think that a lot of a lot of content creators will say, which is like it really de- <laughs> it really depends on the personality of the person looking yeah. at it because mm-hmm. there's plenty of people who are like I buy a game that I want to experience right now. Like I want this, this to be done, like play buy the game because mm-hmm. they care about the game at the end of the day, rather than mm-hmm. caring about the whole uh, process upon which that game is made, which is like the difference I'd say yeah. between a typical person who buys like a, a AAA title versus someone who buys uh, an early access title. Cause there's yeah. definitely that kind of person who's an early access where like, ah, I've played worse games and, and play, play star citizen or play other games. Yeah, absolutely, and like, yeah, absolutely. You know, bugs. It doesn't really matter. I'm looking here for the, what is this game trying to tell me? So, so I guess. And you know, something, something telling, uh, it'll be my last little comment, Go for it. is I actually started with Star Citizen, not playing MMOs either, Anna, but I started playing MMOs after starting Star Citizen, and I have continued with none of them, but I <laughs> keep playing Star Citizen. Interesting. So I, I have, over time, like, the reason I said my comment is because like I've over time grown to appreciate like MMOs because of the questing and the things that they can provide. Like I kind of educated on myself on what an MMO quote should be, like where yeah. they're trying to go with like a lot of the things. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you there. I, I agree with you there that it is for someone, like I still come back to Star Citizen, but I don't play WoW or any of those other games much wow. as much. So. Wow. Yeah. I, wow. I, I, wow. I, that's a common thing I've heard as well. So many people being like, I'll play other games, but I always come back to star citizen because just just no other game has what star citizen has for for that experience. So interesting that, and that's fascinating in itself. Next, next week on why do people keep coming back? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's, that is an entire like show. It's an, in and of itself or an entire discussion of, of like why Stockholm syndrome keep coming back. Yes. Uh, Some cost fallacy, uh, Stockholm syndrome, or, is there something Stockholm just, syndrome? <laughs> or or is it or is it something has more? kidnapped me and now I love it? <laughs> All right. Well with that, thank you for for uh Aurelia and, and Anna. Aurelia, I always I said it. I said it once. I screwed it up once. Aurelia and Anna for coming on and talking about the Star Citizen experience. Make sure that you are cool. checking out both of them on their Twitch uh streams. Um it's twitch.tv slash Aurelia, right? Just as it's spelled up there. Okay, and uh, it's, um, is it Anna underscore Dimitri or is it just Anna D? Uh, just my name. It's just, just yeah. my name. All There's one no word. one on Twitch with it, apparently, so. <laughs> yeah. All one word or is there an underscore between the Anna and Dimitri or? It's just Anna Dimitri, forward slash Anna Dimitri. Yeah. Go. go check that out. Uh, and if you were watching this uh, after the fact, come join us live on Saturdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Now it's a little bit funky because, you know, time zones have changed or the, the daylight savings times changed over, but mm-hmm. uh, come join us there. Uh, you can come join us cause we're going to be rolling right into the question and answer session. And for those of you watching after the fact, if you look just above Aurelia's head, you'll see a link that link 
we'll have uh, be a link to the uh, the question and answer session, which will be released right away, right afterwards, when this has gone live on YouTube. So you can click and go right on there. But for those of you watching live, stick around because we'll be doing a question and answers with Aurelia and Anna here in just a few minutes. Uh, but like I say every time, hope to see you someday in the black. <laughs>